Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey there. So today we're going to talk about something that I don't hear a lot of us talking about on our weight loss journeys. It's one of those little nuances that you either have or you don't have, and that is perfectionism. For so long, perfectionism kept me stuck in so many areas. I mean, weight loss is only one of the areas, but it just kept me stuck. So my question for you today is, is your perfectionism keeping you overweight? Are you perpetually plagued by needing to do it perfectly? Like you want to get your weight loss program set up perfectly. And almost like your perfectionism is a badge of honor. Like your, you know, I mean, let that last sentence sink in. Like your perfectionism is a badge of honor. Do you see yourself wearing that badge of honor? Like, I'm not going to do whatever it is that I want or need to do in my life if I can't do it perfectly. Does that resonate with you even on your weight loss journey? And maybe you don't even realize if you're like me that you're dealing with perfectionism because it can creep in in the form of just your standards and your standards start to develop into little excuses. And here are the hidden ways that my excuses, which were, you know, kind of hidden behind my perfectionistic nature kind of start to creep up even in your weight loss journey. Like for example, I can remember a time where I would think perpetually that I can't start my weight loss program on Monday because next week we're going to leave for a two-day trip. And I just thought, you know, if I can't do that weight loss program perfectly, I, I can't start it. Like I can't do it. Like my life, you know, has to be perfect in order for all of the stars to align for me to lose weight. I mean, no, I I can do it you know, despite going on a trip or other ways that my excuses would um, kind of just pop up was I don't have time to prep the way that I'd like to, so I can't start. Or I can't eat compliantly right now because the kids are really busy, you know, Landon's in soccer, Jillian's starting softball. And all I could see was how I can't do, I couldn't do things perfectly. And no one ever told me that those were just the ways that I was stalling, the ways that I was buffering in my life. Because, you know what? I didn't want to do hard things. I liked being comfortable. I just liked being comfortable doing all the things. If we were going to go on a trip for two days, I wanted to eat all the foods. I mean, that's just the truth. If I was going to do soccer and we were going to be busy, that meant we were going to drive through McDonald's and mama likes french fries. But I didn't see it as... I was allowing myself to lean into being comfortable so that I could eat the right, the wrong foods because I saw weight loss as needing to be perfect. So, you know, when we aim for perfection and all the variables aren't available for us to do it according to the way that we've set standards in our lives, then we miss everything entirely 100%. You know, for me, when God called me to seek him and not the gym, I didn't wait until I researched the best translation of the Bible. The old me, I would have just sat there at the bookstore selecting the perfect Bible, the perfect translation of it. And you know what? I'm so thankful that I didn't. I just, I just ran. I just went. 
I just heard God saying, go, seek me, not the gym. And I literally drove in my car. I remember it being like nine o'clock at night. I went to Walmart and I bought a $5 NIV Bible. And excuse me, wow. When he told me to start the seekers method, it wasn't even done. The world kept giving me standards to develop my weight loss program by, but I went by God's prompting, by his standards and by his timing. And his standard was simply go, start. And in my flesh, I felt weird because as I stepped out in faith, obediently, it began to all take shape. And it it all was perfect according to his standards, not my fleshly desire, not my worldly, you know, the coaching that I was receiving. No, I did it according to him. So don't struggle aiming for perfection. Instead, focus on starting imperfectly in your faith, not your feelings, toward his perfection. And when you aim for perfection, you may not see how this desire for perfection is just a weapon being used, being formed against you. I mean, when I look back on it, I see how I, I bought it all. I bought it all. I mean, the bait of Satan was there. Like I took it, I chomped on it hook, line and sinker that if it couldn't be perfect, I wasn't going to do it. So I can look back on my journey and see how much it was a weapon formed against me. I fell into the trap for so long in so many areas of my life. I have to take perfection thoughts captive now, even now, on the daily. Instead, now I aim for progress. I aim for good enough. Right now, I want in my house, our house is halfway remodeled. I mean, literally, you go from walking on hardwood floor. This is just like a personal side note here. You go from walking on a three-inch hardwood floor to the subfloor. I guess that's the term for it. Like it, there's a drop in elevation all of a sudden because we just, we had some major life events. My mother-in-law passed away, all the things. Um, but the thing that is within my control right now is we have a bunch of honey oak trim in our house and we're installing, you know, espresso brown hard, hardwood floors. The two don't work well. All of the trim in my house right now needs to be painted. And you know what? I haven't even tried in the last two years. I haven't even tried because I couldn't do it all at once perfectly. Like I saw myself doing it. And last week while I was sitting on the couch, snacking and watching TV and being a big pouting, lazy bum about how I couldn't do it all the way I wanted to because all the things weren't perfectly aligned. God convicted me of being in this perfection trap. And he asked me, how do you like this? How do you like living with this? You're sitting here right now watching TV. Is this the way you like it? And so you know what I did? (laughs) I got up last Friday off of my lazy bum sitting on on the couch and I started painting. And I thought to myself, you know what? I can't do this perfectly. I don't like it imperfect. You know, I don't like it being undone, but I can do an hour a day because that's good enough. And so let this be a lesson for you. I have a little thing here for you. If there's any area of your weight loss journey right now where you aren't doing the work, I want you to identify that area and I want you to say it out loud. And then I want you to finish that sentence or that excuse with with this line. 
And that's just the way I like it because that's exactly what I did last week when God convicted me. When I said my honey oak trim isn't painted, I thought, and that's just the way I like it. And I thought, Ooh, I don't like it. I can't do it because I can't do it all. I don't have scaffolding. I don't have, you know, all of it. And that's just the way I like it. My kitchen looks hideous because it's white cabinets with chocolate floors and honey oak trim on two of the walls. And that's just the way I like it. I started to really see how, you know what? I was getting in my way waiting for for perfectionism. So find that excuse in your life right now. I'm not meal prepping and that's just the way I like it. I'm cheating on my meal plan and that's just the way I like it. I'm not planning my week and that's just the way I like it. I can't I can't do the seekers method this week and lean into meal timing um, because you know what? We're going to be going out and celebrating my best friend's birthday and I know they have like the best nachos at the Mexican restaurant. And I probably will derail my meal plan. And that's just the way I like it. Like it. This, if you do this, this will likely make you think a little bit. I hope it prompts you to just go a little bit deeper, to take your excuses and in this way, take them captive and make them obedient to God. I really hope it kind of helps you to be convicted in the way that I was about how I was seeing how how I wasn't seeing that I could do a little bit every single day and that it would slowly get me there versus doing nothing and getting nowhere. Assess if there's any area of perfection or any, if there are any perfection stories, you know, in your life right now. Perfection is a pattern of this world. Think about it for a minute. It's a, it's a pattern of this world. The world tells you standards of perfection for your body, for your house, for your marriage, for your brand of, you know, make and model of your car, all of it. The world teaches us perfection, not God. God's aim for you is simply well done. He wants you being obedient. He wants you free to live how he's planned for you to live, not stuck conforming to the patterns of this world. He is freeing you right now of the perfection trap. I mean, you can totally be free. I'm giving you the keys to the door right now. So do you see how perfectionism might be a weapon formed against you? Just like it was for me. Just like I daily have to fight. It's just a thought pattern that has been ste- has been a stealthy habit of the enemies for so long that he's used on you and through you. And he's using it, he's using you against you. It's like, I mean, think about that. He likes to use us against ourselves. And when you're stuck in perfectionism, easier for me to say, easy for me to say, huh? When you're stuck in perfectionism, you might even find yourself Oh, this was something big for me. You might even find yourself struggling as you compare yourself to others. I, girl, was there for so long to the point where I didn't want to hang out with my skinny friends. I mean, full disclosure, because they made me feel bigger and I was constantly comparing myself to them or I wouldn't invite them over because this is so stupid, but this is full disclosure. I would think that Harry would think they're more attractive than me. I mean, really? But that was me being stuck and I would compare myself to others. I couldn't just enjoy others. I would compare myself. And I was stuck in that for so long. 
Do you find yourself comparing yourself to how others look, appear, or even their weight loss progress? Because that, oh, I, truth moment right there, because I was totally there. And, you know, when you do see their progress, do you ever find yourself thinking that you're not there? So why even try? Like, if you can't do it all perfectly, why even try? Or you can't do it like they did it. So why not just eat the kids' chicken nuggets or order yourself some as you're driving through and getting the kids, you know, their soccer dinner? I see comparison as the bait of Satan, the bait, that, that trap that he gets us in all the time. I have so many, climate, so many clients right now that are aiming for perfection and comparison and their own thoughts about perfection are getting them stuck. Because, you know, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that you don't even realize that you're doing. Aiming to be as good as so-and-so instead of walking the path that God has for you. So many of my clients, it's one of those things now that because I was stuck in this, I can see when a woman is stuck in it. Another thing that I observe with a lot of my clients about perfectionism is how it's often rooted in pride. Ooh, I know that one hurts. I mean, full disclosure, I was there. I know what it's like. I know it's not fun to hear that pride might be the root cause behind your desire for perfectionism. But many of us claim perfectionism really as a badge of honor, not even realizing how it's a snare. When we're ensnared with perfection, we're not even realizing that we're walking in pride. We also can't even see how it's all about us. Like when you're walking in pride and you're walking and you're trying to do things perfectly, it's all about you. Your focus is on you and how you should or could or will do all of these things perfectly in weight loss. And instead of just trusting God and trusting God's power, because You know, Philippians 4.13 says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It It does not say I can do all things perfectly through Christ who strengthens me perfectly. He expects our imperfection. And that's why we have his word. When we fail, when we see that, that's when we see that we need him. So when you fail right now and you don't think, you don't do things perfectly, do you see how much you need him or are you seeing what you need to do with yourself to make it perfect? Let that sink in for a moment because this journey as a seeker is all about you stepping out of this world as you stop conforming to the patterns of the world and you stop seeking the world's perfectional perfection rather standards or leveraging your willpower instead of seeking God. If your eyes are stuck on you and your perfection and the way that you're going to do this perfectly, your eyes aren't even on God and what he wants you to do or what he wants to do rather through you. He may want you to fail just a little bit at a lot of things (laughs) as you try so that you can, so that he can strengthen you to keep going. And when you ask him for strength, he's going to help you. He wants you to see how much he needs you or how much you need him. He wants to bless you with grace in exchange for your perfectionism. Second Corinthians 12, nine says that my grace is sufficient for you for my power is perfect in your weakness. 
Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest on me. Whose power does it say is perfect? It says that his power is perfect, okay? My grace is sufficient for you and my power is made perfect in your weakness. You're allowed to be weak. You're allowed to be imperfect. You're allowed to do things to the best of your ability as you seek him to do better. If you aim for perfection, you miss out on needing him. And you know, when will you allow yourself to be weak so that you might boast about his power in you? Your crucifying perfection is, isn't about your crucifying perfection. Like right now, me talking to you about that, isn't me giving you the blessing for you to go and lower your standards, your standards and start eating all of the sad foods. This is me telling you to release the pattern of perfectionism and to pick up a pattern of needing him and doing your best as you seek him for strength and progress. God wants to help you, but he's waiting for you to see just how much you really need him. His power is made perfect in your weakness. Oh, I know this from experience. I practice this every day. He wants to develop you where you are weak, even in your weight loss journey. You have no idea how he wants you to just surrender perfectionism in weight loss so that you can practice it right here. You can practice switching your willpower to your God power so that he can develop you so that you can slowly see how to release perfection in other areas of your life. Perfectionism, I'm going to say this, it's a stalling It's a stalling excuse to avoid being uncomfortable and it's meant to destroy you. Perfectionism is an attempt to just buy more time while you you try to figure out, while you try to figure out what God is saying. And the reality is, is God is saying he has it all figured out. He just needs you to trust him to surrender perfectionism. If you are on a weight loss journey that you feel God has led you to right now, instead of saying why and how does being obedient in all of these ways help me to lose weight, God is saying, I just want you to stop trying to perfectly figure it out and trust that I have already figured it out. You know, there's nothing wrong with trying to do everything with excellence. The problem happens when our perfectionistic goals, if that's even a word, become the God in our lives. And we're striving to be perfect. You know, we don't even see that our perfectionism has become like a God in our lives. God with a small g and our striving to be perfect is all for the wrong reasons. And when the goals are unrealistic and unattainable, the perfectionist comes apart because they don't even know how to handle the failure of not being perfect. It's, it's very important to understand that perfectionism, perfectionism is not biblical. It's not in the Bible. Only Jesus is perfect. Give him your perfectionism and watch what he gives to you.